Welcome to uh, Nerd Sports. Today we're going to talk about the interesting game of goalball. The U.S. had won the uh, uh, gold in goal uh, in goalball goalball in Paralympics. It's an okay. actual game. It, it no no no. Right. Here, have have you actually seen this? No. It basically okay. Basically, it was invented by the Argentinians and uh, Germany to help out anybody, uh, the blind people from World War II. And basically, the competitors have a, like, blacked-out face mask on themselves, and they have to fill around and figure out where the goal's at. It's an actual sport. Just YouTube, YouTube it okay. if you're interested in it. Just just a couple of minutes because I watched it. I was like, "Oh, that's funny. Someone's making fun, but that's making fun of blind people. Maybe I shouldn't do it." And I did a little research. I was like, "Holy shit! It's an actual freaking game!" Right. <clears throat> but we, uh, people probably wondering why I have makeup on right now. The two people that view it. Uh, Right now, what had happened was is I made a bet. Johnny even said, oh, you, you can get out of the bet. It's like, no, no, no. I have no morals on conscience, so I don't care. You said I specifically, love- you said, and I quote, I don't welch on a bet. Yeah, I don't welch on a bet. And you gave me this freaking big, long thing that I didn't even fucking read because I can't read anyways. You, you need to ha- I need to have a disclaimer. Do not send David long text because I don't read. But anyways, I am in clown joker face. I didn't do the hair. I lost the green stuff. But I'm in clown face because Army beat Air Force this weekend, which is it uh, from what Mike said, because I didn't uh, Mike. uh, It It was an overtime win for Army. Yeah, it, it was pretty much like last possible moment. Well, Army scored a touchdown in overtime, and and Air Force was afforded to do the same thing, and they stopped them. Yeah. So. I mean, the whole uh, game was zero zero for most of uh, the entire game. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty much a defensive battle, but. Um, yeah. So I just got back from a week long trip to the city of Boston. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about like, it now. We can talk about it openly now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about the ho- whole thing that you actually are getting married now. You. Yes. I. I proposed I, to your wife, uh, your future wife at Fenway Park. Yes. I, I left my girlfriend in Boston and came home with a new fiance. Um, Is that how I had been works? planning? Well, <laughs> I mean, you're basically okay. saying that you found someone else. Yeah, I come home at Fenway Park. Is like, you know what? You paid for this and everything like that, but I'm gonna marry this chick over here. No, basically what you're saying. That's right. So, okay, all right. Time out. (laughs) Because I've got strep throat, dude. I'm not gonna yell over you. Um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, I, I had been planning this for months and 
when I found out about her trip, you know, the trip that she wanted to take me on, because, you know, my birthday is on the 20th of November. So she wanted to take me to really? Boston for, yeah, she wanted to take me to Boston for my birthday. So well, yeah, it's at the beginning birthday, of but... the month, but you know, with, with everything being as close to the holidays as my birthday is, wanted to make sure that we could get it done soon. Right. You know, my birthday is like Sunday, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Holy crap. I didn't know we're that close. Yeah, we're both Scorpios, which probably helps explain why we get into trouble so well together. Um, I get more <laughs> trouble than you do, but yeah. Well, you're the one here dressed up like a clown. Yeah. That'll teach you to bet against the army. Um, it was so close. Close only counts on horseshoes, hand grenades, and atomic bombs, and neither one of those was being employed that day. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, digress. I had been planning, and I'd been working with a with a woman by the name of Sarah Farley. She um, works for the Red Sox tour department uh, for Fenway Park, and uh, when the Red Sox made their early exit from the playoffs uh, against the Astros, that while it was sad for me as a Red Sox fan, opened the door for this event. Okay. Uh, the tour, we had it scheduled directly through her, not through the website, because it was a private tour as opposed to a public tour. Yeah. Um, told her what I had planned on doing, what I wanted to do. Initially, I wanted to do it in front of the scoreboard at the, you know, at the base of the green monster in the outfield. Yeah. But that, that wasn't going to happen because they had set the field up for top golf. So if you noticed in the pictures, you know, they had all that crap that was sitting on the field. That, yeah. that, those were targets for top golf. What is top golf anyways? It's basically like a, a, a it's it's a driving range. Oh, okay. But oh yeah, that makes sense now. So um anyway, so we get there and do we get out of our lift? And I'm already emotional because I mean I'm I'm there. Like this is an actual item on my bucket list to visit Fenway Park and that this this park is over a hundred years old it's 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 the oldest park in the major leagues and it's just got so much history to it right yeah and it's it's the home field of my Boston Red Sox the you know, my team you know I'm getting emotional like I'm not gonna and, and I told I told Mindy I said uh I'm not gonna lie I'm going to cry when I get there and I did I I cried you know, it wasn't like an ugly cry, but it was, it was a cry. I cried. I mean, the original brick, the steel, just, uh, just, just being there, it was surreal. Right. <clears throat> so we make our way up and down Lansdowne street and we come back around the front of the park and, uh, we make our way down Jersey street, which is where the front gates are. And you've seen the pictures on my Facebook post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, just this, all the banners from the World Series championships, the the American League cha- uh, American League cha- pennants. You know, well, we met our, our 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 tour guide at Gate D, which is down at the 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 corner of uh, Jersey uh, Jersey Street <clears throat> and uh, State Street, I think it is. And so his name is Rob. He's a season ticket holder. He's been a season ticket holder there for, I don't know, 
years, him and his wife, both. Um, so it was a private tour, but then Miss Farley was there and she goes, I just wanted to come down to let you know that we just got track access this morning. We got it for you for five minutes. I am beyond flipping out at this point. What's track and, access? Uh, uh, oh, the, for the field. Oh, okay. For the warning track, you know. And so we we go into the park and we have to pass through a metal detector. And I'm thinking, crap, I've got the ring in my pocket. And they were like, take everything out of your pocket. And I looked at Miss Farley and I was like, you know, I mouthed, I have the ring, you know. And uh so I take the ring out and I turn around. Mindy had already just passed through the metal detector. Mm-hmm. And so while she was walking through the metal detector, I turned around and handed the ring to Miss Farley, right? And then I walked through the metal detector. And then as I walk through, after I, after I walk out on the other side, Mindy and I, we start getting pointed in the direction that we're going to start walking. I put my hand back behind me and Miss Farley puts the ring back in my hand and I stick it in my pocket. Mindy didn't see anything. Ah! And so the tour guide, he, he was in on it. He knew exactly what was going to happen that morning. And uh, <clears throat> first thing that we do that we look at is during the 2013 season uh, after the Boston bombing, uh, Jared yeah. Saltalamachia and, and Johnny Gomes, who played for the team that year, um, had a jersey made up with the Boston area code 617 and with the slogan Boston Strong on the back. And they hung that in the dugouts away and at home for the whole season. Right. And then after they won the World Series, the, the victory parade went by Boylston Street, where it's well, it's pronounced Bolston Street. So it went to Bolston Street, where the start finish line of the Boston Marathon was mm-hmm. or is. And they placed the World Series trophy on the start finish line and then draped this jersey over the top of it. Oh, wow. So the, that jersey's hanging up framed inside Fenway. So that's the first first thing that we got to see. And then. And then the moment that absolutely up, you know, up to this point took my breath away was walking through the breezeway and seeing Fenway Park open herself up to me for the very first time. Dude, laying my eyes physically on this field was an emotional religious experience. And and I don't mean that in any kind of sacrilegious way. It was I mean, I'm even trying to like hard right now. I've got this lump in my throat and I'm trying hard not to get emotional about it, but it's just the history of everything that this park has seen. Um, <clears throat> the players who have played on that field, you know, it, and, and just, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm physically there. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, for the first couple of times, this is it, it's something that you've only seen on TV. Yeah, I've only seen it on TV. I've listened to countless games being played there. I've I've seen it on TV. I can't count the number of times. I've got pictures hanging hanging of it all over the place. Um, you know, but I'm here, and we walk down to the first row, and he opens up the gate. And he goes, okay, here we go. And I know that this sounds over the top, and I don't really care. 
because we've we've established that you know I have an like just I am in I I love the Red Sox right. That well, if you get it this uh, think about it this way, you you come off on a, as a hard ass, but if you get in that the the the, the certain thing, dude, that I'm a really passionate heart man. Yeah, when when you get into the the stuff that you're really passionate about, you're like a little schoolgirl each and every time. I make fun of you with it, but I I love it. That's the yeah. reason why I just, I was like, uh, <clears throat> Johnny's gonna start crying. It's like that scene from Boonsocks take uh, uh two. Uh oh, Romeo's gonna start crying again. <laughs> we stepped out on that field. <laughs> And I'm in I'm in a state of shock and disbelief, but I am on the field at Fenway Park. And you know, I, I I've got some, you know, here. I showed you off camera, but I've got yeah. that. It's it's their warning track at Fenway Park is made out of crushed brick. Yeah. And I I had to scoop some up. I had to do it. I had to have it because now <laughs> after what transpired next, I'll explain that in a second. So what, ha- what transpired next, we get our, you know, the, the, the tour guy looks at me and he's like, let me get some pictures of you guys. And he winks at me as I'm handing him my phone and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like mouthing the words, get video, but he didn't get video, which is totally okay. Well, you can switch it to live, so the picture's live on a uh, Yeah, I can. You're right. You know what? I can't. Yeah, we can. So, we get we get some pictures taken, and in the and you've seen the pictures, but like yeah. the field is in the background, and then that big green monster is in the background behind us. I mean, like that is the perfect backdrop. And he he gets done taking our pictures. And I and I pointed at Pesky's pole, which is the foul pole in right field. I said, look, there's Pesky's pole. And she turns around to go to look at it. And then I reach into my right pocket and I pull out the ring and I get down on a knee. And she looks at me and she's like, she brings her hand to her mouth and she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and... You know, and, and I asked her to marry me right there. And he's taking pictures the whole time. You know, I mean, she's crying. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> it's not working. Uh, she says, yes, I get up to go to hug her. And I'm like fumbling to put this ring on her finger. And, you know, and he's like, and then he's like, oh, I'm 18 for 18 now. And so I just, I wanted to be able to do something so epic, right? (laughs) So uniquely me, Um, you know, and, and, and I want to, I want to give props. I want to give shout, shout out to our tour guide, Rob. I want to give a shout out to, um, Miss Sarah Farley, she works for the Red Sox. Without them, this would have never been possible. Um, and my fiance, Mindy, um, just arranging this whole trip to Boston. 
because when we first started talking, it was around Christmas time last year. She told her sister, she said, if we're still together before his birthday next year, I'm going to take him to Boston. And, you know, it. Is she coming up here for Thanksgiving? No, no, she's going to go. There's they're they're having like a family gathering up in Oklahoma. Um, But she's going to swing by here, right? No. No, because they're going up 35. Oh, okay. Yeah, for so, somehow, some way, it takes them less time to get there to where they're going to go in Oklahoma than it would be for them to get to us. Yeah, okay. Which is, I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's that's some that's some Texas Oklahoma voodoo right there. Yeah, but um, that night, man. I mean, just just the rest of the trip. I mean, dude, I got to see actual Gold Glove awards for the you know the best best defensive player in that position for that particular year. I mean, I got to see some Gold Gloves for some of the greats of the game, like Jason. And Barry's you got Pat to go Carlton see, and, and you got to go see uh, Sam Malone's. Uh, uh... Yeah, I'm getting to that. I'm okay. getting to that. Uh, I mean, Boston. I love that city. Absolutely love that city. Uh, it. it like right outside of our hotel is the cemetery where John Hancock is buried. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, we got to see where Benjamin Franklin's parents were buried. The monument uh, that looks like a big penis. Yeah. That's John Hancock's headstone. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> I was like, right. It's a classic troll move. I, sir, I applaud you. Right. Um, you know, we got to, we got to do the Boston tea party, the, the museum that's there. Oh, I thought you were um, actually throwing tea in the Boston Harbor. <laughs> no, well, they have like simulated crates that you can toss overboard. They're all attached to like lanyards or whatever, so they can pull them back out. So yeah, I got to toss stuff off the ship. But fuck yeah, in that museum. Yeah, in that museum, it's cool because the, from the time that you enter the tour to the time that you leave, everybody is in character. All of the employees that work there, they're dressed for the period and they're in character. They do not break character. And when they bring you into the meeting room where they're going to start the tour, they give people from the audience speaking parts. And they gave me a speaking part. And it's great. Like, dude, it's so much fun. Um, It was only like a couple of days. And I'm sitting there. And I'm talking just like these people. And it was atrocious to sit there and listen to me talk that way. <laughs> it was. It came off kind of naturally. I'm like sitting there going, eh. Yeah, we're, this is going to happen. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it just, it's just the, the, the total absence of the letter R. <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, we even on Thursday night, the night that we got engaged, we were going to go out to dinner. But then I was like, oh, wait, crap. I think the Bruins are playing tonight. So I pulled oh, up. Oh, yeah, you went to a hockey game. Yeah, um, we went to, uh, you know, I went to StubHub and I was looking for tickets because, you know, season ticket holders are constantly selling their tickets for games that they can't go to. So we found some good seats uh, back behind the net on uh, one side of the ice. And um, we went to a Bru- we went to our first Bruins game together. I mean, it was honestly, it was my first NHL game. And uh, as we're walking through, uh, TD Garden, where the Celtics also play. It's a beautiful building. But I'm looking in the pro shops and stuff, and I'm like, 
Patrice Bergeron's always been one of my favorite hockey players, right? And I had mentioned to her, I said, I'd really want to get one of his hockey sweaters. And she's like, okay. You know, I was like, well, we'll wait till after the game. Because I had my, my Letter Kenny Shorzy jersey on, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if I don't get if if I don't get acknowledgement for this jersey from somebody that lives here at least once tonight, I'm going to consider the entire trip a failure. He <laughs> <You know? laughs> came and, back you know, with I got a, I got a couple wife. of I got a acknowledgements from that, you know, wearing yeah, okay. that jersey. Uh, <laughs> we walked out of our, you know, we're we're at the hotel. And this guy's looking at my jersey, and he goes, pitter-patter. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, let's get at her. So uh, he's like, I fucking love Shorzy. I was like, why don't you go suck a dick with your butt? And, and he, I was saying that to him as the elevator was closing on him. And he just started, I could hear him laughing in the elevator. It was hilarious. Um, and then one of the uh, attendants there at TD Garden was like, let her, Kenny. And I was like, woo. And uh she was like, I love that show. And then I turned around. She realized that it was a Shorzy jersey. She goes, Shorzy. Anyways. Um, so back to the game. So we're sitting there watching this game. And they're playing the Detroit Red, uh, Red Wings, right? I mean, these are two original teams, right? You know, two of the original NHL teams. And they're they're playing in TD Garden. I mean, like, this is such a great idea, right? And... <clears throat> So Patrice Bergeron in the first two periods scores a hat trick. That's three goals. Yeah. I know what a hat trick is. Yeah. So I'm sitting there flipping out. Cause I'm like, all right, cool. One of my favorite players, I got to see him score a goal. Then he scores a second one. I'm sitting there going, holy crap. We have a chance to see a hat trick tonight. And then he scores a hat trick. He ends up scoring four goals on the night and the Bruins won that game five to one. Right. And I'm sitting there going, holy crap, I'm so totally getting his jersey now. And I did. So, you know, uh, but, I mean, it just, the amount of memories that we made there, you know, and we're walking around, dude. We went to the North Church where Paul Revere saw the two lanterns hanging. We saw, we went to the USS Constitution. Um. And the, I wanted to see the Constitution for myself, but I wanted to go specifically for my dad. My dad, you know, as you know, my dad's retired Navy. And uh, we ended up getting him some cool stuff from the Constitution. Oh, that's cool. Um, I asked him, I said, what do you want? And I think he was just kind of shooting from the hip. And I, I, didn't, I didn't think he'd really think that this was going to happen. But he's like, I want a piece of the ship. Like, I want a piece of the hull or the deck, something. I don't care where it's from. I just want a piece of wood from that ship. And so all of the all of the sailors that man her, her being the Constitution, they're active duty Navy. And they're, they, 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 they man that 224-year-old warship, the oldest in the world. Mm-hmm. As And technically, isn't it still active? Because they've used it. Yeah, it's an actively commissioned warship. They take her out 67 times a year. And on July 4th, if you enter a lottery and your name is chosen, you can sail with her into the harbor on July 4th. That's awesome. Right. So we explained the situation to our, our tour guide. So my dad's retired Navy senior chief. He would love a piece of the ship. I don't know if you can make that happen or not. She goes, 
Let me find out. She secures us a piece of the hull that was removed and replaced after the last refit. Oh shit. So I was able, we were able to do that for my dad. Um, Every Navy guy that's ever been on a ship keeps and collects the ball caps from the ships that they've been on. Yeah. So I got my dad a constitution ball cap, got him a coffee cup. Um, You know, something about chiefs in the Navy and their coffee cups, but yeah. Um, And then I did, we had the opportunity to do something kind of cool. Bought a flag from the deck of the constitution from their MWR desk that they've got up there. Yeah. And it came with a certificate that was, that was signed by this, by the, by the current commanding officer, right? The 72nd commanding officer of the constitution. Bought this flag. And before they handed me the, the certificate, myself and another active duty Navy person, uh, person, we went over there and flew the flag from the deck of the Constitution. That's nice. So, you know, while he raised her, I saluted her on the way up and on the way down. We folded it the proper way. Uh, they presented us with the certificate. I asked for permission to go ashore and we left the ship. Um, so, you know, it, just the piece of the hull itself, my dad said, that's like, it's like a religious artifact to him. You know, it would be, it would be like me, you know, with dirt from Fenway. And the thing about this dirt is that uh, they, they make a men's wedding band that you can set material in it. Yeah. It's just basically like the stuff that we, we used to do the, uh, 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 the paint chips and everything yeah so i'm gonna have soil or crushed brick from the warning track on fenway park set into my wedding band so that way i'll always have a piece of fenway with me (laughs) i mean i'm telling you you know but um we went to some of the oldest taverns in the country um there was the red dragon inn where the the revolution was planned and headquartered and then right across the alley is the bell and hand tavern which is the oldest tavern in america so i mean there was some, some pretty pretty historic places pretty i mean just the food was amazing there i got to have a lobster what was that tavern what was the name of that tavern again hmm? what was the name of the tavern the red dragon inn or the red dragon tavern and then the bell and hand uh, no, E-E-L-I-N-H-A-N-D. Because um, the, the day we were recording the, this, we're recording this on November 10th, which is uh, the Marine Corps, Marine Corps birthday. birthday. Yeah, no, I didn't go to Tongue ta- ta- Tavern. No, okay, that's, that's, that's a gay bar. <laughs> oh, you, sir. You, you. You you beat me to it. (coughs) Oh, that's that's so hilarious. Oh, Chesty. Oh, Chesty. It's rumored that on November 9th, if you leave out a glass of whiskey and a handful of rounds, Chesty will come visit you. And cure your hangover. 
if anything, he might make it worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this trip was far and away, hands down, dude, it was the best like ever. Um, and we even went to Harvard, walked through the Gothic arches, walked around in the common area. In the so you can actually there. say that you've been, you, you went to Harvard. I can actually say that I've been to Harvard. Uh, I've got several. No, no, no. You gotta, now. you gotta say, you gotta say, I went to Harvard. Oh yes, yes. I, I, I went to Harvard. How about them apples? You know, um, I've got plenty of shirts. None of them say wicked smart, but they all say Harvard on them, and they were bought, they were purchased from the Harvard shirt store, which is right there in Cambridge, across the street from the main campus. So, how much were those shirts? Because depending on how much those shirts were, I mean, it's- they were anywhere from 20 to, I think the most expensive one was the, uh, the pullover that I've got. It's, uh, I think the pullover was like $60. So see, now you got me talking like this and it's going to take me forever to reset myself back to, back to factory default. Oh, I can do it really fast, but we, we like to keep our channel and everything like that. We don't want to get unsubscribed. <laughs> you know what's funny is that when we were leaving the uh, the Bruins game, uh, there were some dudes that were there right above the, uh, the, the breezeway when we were walking out because we left after the second period because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, there's no way we're leading three to nothing that the Bruins are going to shit the bet on this one. We got to see a hat trick, and we just wanted to kind of get back to the hotel, you know, because we was tired. And there's these guys that are sitting there that they've obviously, they've had some stuff to drink and, you know, I can't blame them. And uh, they were starting a let's go Brandon chat. So, you know, me, of course I had to join in. It was glorious. It was fucking great. I mean, it was beautifully epic. A lot of NASCAR fans. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. You would actually, you would actually be surprised the number of conservative-minded people that live in the Boston area. No, not that it was. Uh, did Did you see that the, they're trying to uh, take oh, the yeah, Let's Go right. Brandon yeah, NASCAR? NASCAR. No, 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 no. They're, they're trying to get the uh, uh, Let's Go Brandon to work for them because we, <laughs> the president took took a. Uh, yeah, he he want he wants to. Uh, I think he said that he wanted to put a copyright on it. To prevent other people from using it. And it's like, look, man, no, it's not a good look. Let people do what they're going to do. It's bad enough that you shit the bed when you ban the Confederate flag of tracks. Over what? A fake hate crime? Bubba Wallace saying that somebody hung a noose in the garage at Talladega? Fuck that guy. Yeah. You know? Uh, and they found out it's just... They the found out it was just the pull handle for the garage. Yeah. Anyways. So... um we even bought this stuff at Quincy Market, right? It's a marketplace. It's open up like on the weekends and stuff. And do okay. So the farmers markets that are there, you walk through and you buy fresh produce and shit. Yeah. I really need to stop talking like that because people are going to start tuning out. Um, <laughs> like the prices at the farmers market were ridiculously cheap. Really? Like you could get a like one whole bunch of bananas for ninety nine cents. Holy crap! Yeah, that is cheap. like six mangoes for a dollar. There we go again. Yeah. But uh, they got this stuff called Boston Spice, right? Yeah. We got a blend called the Green Monster. It's got uh, parsley, celery salt, garlic powder, 
salt, savory, majorum. I know I said that wrong. Thyme, turmeric, black pepper, and sage. It's supposed to be good for poultry, vegetables, popcorn. And uh, yeah, so we decided to buy a little bottle of this. I'm going to try it out later. Maybe not tonight, obviously, because I got strep throat and it hurts. To, it might to actually eat. be good for you to get all that stuff out of your throat. <sighs> Dude, it feels like my throat's had like 40 grit sandpaper drug over it a couple hundred times. No, I, I thought you basically but, actually, you know, I mean, you I lied, doing, lied and went to the work here. I am doing the Lord's work here. I'm on, I'm on my uh, amoxicillin. I'm trying to stay hydrated. Uh, after you and I get done doing this, I'm going to go grab me a bowl of soup. It's good times, you know, and then I uh, got to get ready to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. So that's, that's that. That's, that's a fucking pisser. Anyways. Um, and our picks. Our picks. Our picks took absolutely. They, I, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to hang that on us. I'm going to hang that completely and totally on me. The picks last week shit the bed because it was one of those blue moon. Did weeks. you have did you have uh, the Cowboys for the win? I did because yeah, you know, I watched you thought that game. that would have been a nice shit. safe pick, right? That 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 game I actually watched because uh, uh, right. And then watch it before away we... from it because it wasn't competitive. Like people, it got blocked out after a while. Like people couldn't even watch the full game. Really? Yeah. It wasn't competitive. What do you mean it wasn't competitive? Uh, dude. It I mean, was it was to seven does. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, no, nah, Fox didn't want to show that shit. Um, we did get the the Colts and Jets right. I did pick the the Colts to beat the Jets there, uh, forty five to thirty. Um, the Falcons upset us by beating the Saints in New Orleans. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. You know what it is? It was that World Series hangover. The Braves beat the Astros in six fucking games. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I told you six games, right? I told yeah. you the Braves in six, and they beat them in six games. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> I really need to stop talking like that. Yeah, it's going uh, to yeah, yeah, um, huh? ruin your throat. Oh, it is. It really is. It's, it's, it's horrible. Uh, I got to eat at Wahlburgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I even got a shirt that says Ma's favorite on it. I had the R burger, the, you know, O-U-R. Mm-hmm. It's Paul's favorite burger, right? It's just a basic burger made with government cheese. Just like they had growing up in Dorchester. Oh, okay. I was I was like, what the fuck is he talking about, cheese? Uh, the burger and cheese? Oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it says so on the menu, made with government cheese. I'm like, shit, all right, yeah, fuck it, it's good enough for me. All right, so, um, yeah, the Falcons beat the Saints 27-25. The, the Broncos beat the crap out of the Cowboys 30-16. to uh, The Patriots, I think we did pick the Patriots uh, to beat the Panthers, and they did 24-6. to mm. uh, The Ravens. I believe I had them picked to beat the Vikings, and they did. You know what? Let me pull up. Let me pull up. Come on. Can load. 
we're gonna get so much feedback on this damn episode like you know and i'm sorry i see this i see that screenshot that thumbnail of you sitting there with chad pratha dude i'm kind of pissy about that but you know i think i had a good week too I, i i had a really fucking great week yeah whatever (laughs) <laughs> hey oh dude the one the i had a lot of a lot of people i mean a lot of the stuff that i had to edit out not because you know i wanted to but because uh it didn't uh record my phone just and i'm not gonna on lie. a couple episodes i'm not gonna lie i saw the psychos and sociopaths for charles manson and there was somebody sitting across from the table you know with you that wasn't me i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit of but I let it go because I was like, the show's got to go on. Actually, I was thinking about uh, he he wants to do it. He he likes uh, doing it. So, oh, so are you going to fire me from psychos and sociopaths? No, we can uh, three people. Because here's the thing: Mindy brought up a great thing. There was a nurse up there in Boston. She killed like a hundred something people before she got caught. Oh, really? So I got to do some research on that, and we can do that one. Okay, so I had the Colts over the Jets, got that one. I didn't get the Falcons beating the Saints. I didn't get the Broncos beating uh, Dallas. Did have Patriots beating Carolina. We did have Vikings beating the uh, – uh, I don't mean, we did have the, the Ravens over the Vikings. I had – I had the Bengals over the Browns. And the Browns showed up and beat the Bengals 41 to 16. So, yeah. Um, I did. Uh, we had, we had Buffalo over Jacksonville and Jacksonville beat Buffalo nine to six. It was like people went, went to a football game and a baseball game broke out. It was crazy. Like a low scoring ass game. Like nobody, nobody made it into the end zone. <clears throat> I'm just like, okay. Um, Had Houston over Miami. And this is what I get for trusting a team from from Houston. They lost to the Dolphins, 17-9. We had the Raiders over the Giants, and the the Giants played and beat the Raiders. Um, Had the Chargers over the Eagles. Remember, if you remember, that was kind of like my iffy pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a and, and the Chargers ended up beating one. Philadelphia. Okay. Um, I had the Packers over the Chiefs, and the Chiefs won thirteen to seven with a Aaron Rodgers short Packer team because Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Yeah. Um, we had the Cardinals over the Niners. Pick that one, 31-17. And then had the Rams over the Titans, and the Titans were the surprise pick, or were the surprise upset, uh, 28-16 over the Rams. Um, and then had the Steelers over the Bears. We got that pick right. So we had one, two, three, four, five, six. Six picks right yesterday or last week over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight. So we went six and eight last week. Uh, that's still not bad. Yeah, it's not terrible, no. All but right, uh, so. what are the what are, what's uh, this week's picks? Yeah, I'm pulling those up right now. And we might have to call it after this because I, I, my, my dad wants me to go uh, eat with him. So, yeah, that's oh, totally and tomorrow, fun. what do you, what are you doing tomorrow? I've got my boys tomorrow. Okay, because we're gonna go to the Olive Garden. Yeah, no, I've got my boys tomorrow. I'm still, you know, I've still got. I mean, I still have strep. I'm not contagious right now because I mean, I haven't been had a, I haven't had a fever. Um, but uh. Yeah, so let me get these picks out of the way here. So we're going to go with, let me minimize that. All right. We're going to take Baltimore over Miami. I think Buffalo's going to bounce back over the Jets. Buccaneers are going to beat the Washington football team. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> All right. So what's going to basically amount to is a uh, a team of who wants to win at the least. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys over Atlanta. And I know that Zach Medford's going to, he's going to call me and he's going to give me shit about it later. And he's going to be like, dude, how can you fucking, how can you do this to me? I thought we were boys. Like, well, you know, the Braves can only protect the city of Atlanta for so long before the realization that Matt Ryan is still the quarterback of the Falcons. Um, <clears throat> he got one win this year. He he doesn't have to have two. No, no, he doesn't. Um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Tennessee over New Orleans. I'm going to pick. I'm going to take the Colts over over Jacksonville. All right, so no-brainer of the week. We are going to take Pittsburgh over the Lions. <sighs> this is going to be a good game. 
the Browns playing at New England. However, I'm going to take New England over the Browns. That's my pick for that. Um, Vikings at the Chargers. We're going to take Chargers over the Vikings. Carolina at Arizona. So I'm going to take Carolina. No, I'm not going to take Carolina. What am I thinking? I'm thinking I'm going to take Arizona. Arizona is going to get back into it over the Panthers. You might want to be careful after we get done shooting here, bud, because it's raining outside right now. I know. Um, Eagles at the Broncos, you know, based on what the Broncos did to the Cowboys. Yeah, that might. Based on what the Cowboys have done to the Eagles. They might be hitting beast mode on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Eagle or I'm gonna take the Broncos over the Eagles. Okay. Um Seattle at Green Bay. So we're gonna take Green Bay on that one. I'm just hoping that you're not freezing and everything because the over here the power goes out regularly once it storms. Yeah, no. Uh right now, no. Um we've got solar panels on the top of the house. And so we're generating our own power now. Yeah, okay. So um let me see here. We're gonna take you know what I'm gonna take Kansas City over the Raiders. I mean, I want to pick the Raiders because I think the Raiders are going to be due, but I think Patrick Mahomes is getting it figured out again. Um, Rams at the 49ers. We're going to take the Rams on that one. And then that that's our Monday night game, actually. So we've got four teams on a bye week this week. The, the Texans, and I mean, hey, the bye week's not going to help them. Um. Chicago, Chicago should could probably use the rest. They they came close to beating. Um, who did they come close to beating? Crap, who did they play? Who was that? Um, The Bears, Bears damn near almost beat somebody the other day. Oh, Man, I they just almost had beat it. the Steelers. Yeah, they almost beat the Steelers. So, I think you give them a, a week off to kind of reset. I think I think the it'll do them some good. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean that the Bear it was like two point loss. Yeah, but they just left Ben Roethlisberger too much time on the clock at the end of the game. Yeah, um, and that is coming down hard, bro. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati needs to rest because they've been getting beat up. Um, and the giants giants have a, uh, an off week and then they're going to go to Tampa Bay to play against Tom Brady. 
So Tom Brady's going to have, you know, he's he's still got some animosity built up from the two Super Bowls that he lost against the Giants. So, but uh, yeah, those are our picks for the week. Let me go ahead. Let me cut. Let me go over here. Facebook. Before we call it a night, I'm going to create that post real quick. And this, this is our week 10 picks. Okay. Well, we both got, I mean, you're, you're sick. You got to get yourself tilled up. So, and, uh, well, I got I got food to go eat at. So these are the picks for this week. Thank you for watching. I'm Clown Face David Dickerman trying to be the Joker. And I'm Sickly Boy Johnny Skelton coming off an amazing trip where we can now talk about it openly. A newly engaged Johnny Skelton. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Keep it classy, San Diego. <laughs>